Hey, I'm Shy Mac and I got next. You next up and you ain't been on sports like talk like what are you doing? <laughs> hey, you better hit him up. Look, you breaking next and you up next. Keep the coins go hard. Rise the star on the big scene, make them know who you are. You don't break the sway, don't set up for less. They put you through that test. Your resume that flesh. Who got next? Who got next? SLT, ready say go. Who got next? Who got next? Living my dreams and all your goals. Who got next? Who got next? You can ask me, Jones or head coach. Who got next? Who got next? You next up, so here's my vote. SLT Nation, don't you feel it? They your heart pounding a little bit more after the intro. Welcome back to another episode of Sports Life Talks. You got next a platform that gives exposure to the voices of tomorrow, real people, real stories, real conversation. I'm talking about amazing human beings doing big things and accomplishing big dreams. And today, buckle up. I'm gonna go a little bit slow because. Eve's curves are deadly. And we got a model, curve model, and actress, and content creator, Shy Mac in the building. Welcome to the show, Shy. How you feeling? Ow, ow, ow. I feel good. Cold, but I feel good. <laughs> you know what? Like, like I was telling you pre-show, everybody ain't able. We see you with the pool in the background. We see you, you know, you flossing out there. Everybody ain't you able. Know. You know what I'm saying? Black folks doing good <laughs> out there in L.A. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey, well, check this out. I am your host, the mouth of the South Beach Jones, the Louisiana, Mr. Yeet himself, rocking alongside of my co-host, my brother in crime, my homeboy, my ace bone coach, the head coach, KT, Kev. You cold, you cold too, kid? Yeah, I'm wearing this hoodie, man. You know I'm cold. Hey. <laughs> it's hoodie season. Hey, we broke out the hoodies today for, for Shy Mac. Hey, check hey, this Jones, out. Hey, Jones. Ever since I've known that she's going to be on this show, you know the song has been playing in my head, right? You got to give it to me, man. Return, Return of the, the Mac. You know that song is going to be Return of the Mac. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin, yeah. bro, you, oh, my Hell God, bro. Yeah. You know I'm going to make fun of you. Will we get off out on that one, dog? I got to. I got to. Hey, check this out. If y'all are rocking with us for the first time, we want to say thank y'all so much. Everything you see in front of you, finding great stories like Shy Max, this stuff is not easy. We need to ask a quick favor of you, and that is we need some support. All right? We don't need a penny. I mean, if you got a couple of dollars. Hey. If they shoot some money our way, we're not going to block that blessing, brother. Kevin, I'm trying to build a tribe. I'm trying to build a tribe of soldiers that's out there rocking, that want to hear these great stories, that want to move forward in the future with stuff like this. And so if you are, and you, I just described you on the count of three, I need you to do me a favor. And that is smash that subscribe button. Are y'all ready? Shy, you ready? Is your people, is your people ready? All right, here we go. One, two, three. Boom! San Diego, Nashville, LA, all the way across the country. Stand up. We appreciate the love. If you did, just smash that subscribe button. That's all kind of crazy content we're going to give you. We got over over 100 live shows that we've recorded over the years. We've got over almost 100 You Got Next episodes in season one. And guess what? Season two is coming. But before we get to season two, we got the beautiful the voluptuous, the outstanding, the magnificent, 
Shy Mac, and that's who you came to see. So let's get this thing cracking. Shy, are you ready? Oh, that rhymes. Let's get it cracking. KT the head coach and Shy Mackin. All right, so here we go. Shy, you ready for the Sports Life Talk initiation? I'm ready. All right, KT, let's warm it up. Man, before I go in, you look like someone, and I'm going to figure out who that is by Hey, the to show. me, too. I can't figure it out neither. I'm about, <laughs> I'm about to go get my wife and say, baby, who, who she look like? Hey, yeah, I'm telling you. But until then, so to initiate you into the SLT family, you got to give us your top five music artists. Okay, so starting off strong, number one, Drake. Always going to be Drake. Never going to change my mind. Number two, I'm going to say, actually, two through five is going to be in no specific order. Um, Key Glock, I love Young Nudie, Megan the Stallion. Um, how many is that? That's four. I'm missing any one more. Um, who else have I been listening to a lot lately? Um, Lil Baby, I like Lil Baby. Lil Baby, Baby, oh Baby. Yeah. Yes. So, you yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I'm, I'm gonna give her the. Oh, I messed it up. There we go. She got, she got, she got, she got a good top five. Yeah, but the, it was two and three. That I, I don't think I you don't know Lil Nudie. No, I don't know Lil Nudie. It's Young Nudie, not Lil. Yeah, Nudie. see, you don't you know, know him either. You don't know who he is either. It's better than this. Put me at the back. It's better than hey, hey, shy. It's better than Return of the Mac. Return, dude. Return of the Mac is a classic. You can rock that any year, any decade. Hey, no, I do, I do not know Young Nudie. I, I do not know Young Nudie. I heard Key Glock though. I heard Key Glock. So. You should listen to Young Nudie. If you if you start with Young Nudie, my fr- my top songs of his are E A, Loaded Baked Potato, Yeah Yeah, and Hell Shell. Hey, that was pretty dope, Cam. So I'm going to hear Loaded Baked Potato. I'm gonna ask my daughter about this Loaded Baked Potato. You're <laughs> about that's why I want to eat right now. All right, so <laughs> who are your favorite sports teams? Um. Uh, all fairness, I don't watch sports. Um, hey, I don't. Know. Yeah. I don't understand it. Hey, you went live <laughs> In my last mind, night. she went live last night. Said, "Hey, y'all, I don't I'm know going you. on sports like talk. Nothing about sports. And I don't know nothing about. So we not gonna talk sports, but we gonna talk about some other stuff, and that's what we gonna do. Can she, can she, hey, just give us one team, one team that you know, one team that you know. It's the Chargers, be. just because that's Boom. the hometown. Boom. Yeah. That's a great pick. Yeah, they got beat down yesterday, but that's a great pick. All right, so yeah, give us your favorite superhero and why. I'm going to say the Scarlet Witch. Ooh. I feel like she's very misunderstood, but she's a bad bitch. Yes. She's a bad bitch. Hey, probably. Uh, hey, I think she's she, very powerful. Yeah, I was going to say they rank all of the Avengers on a, on a tier, and she's one of the, like, the tier five Avengers. Like, one of the most strongest Avengers out there, so... Yeah, there you go. So, uh, okay, Miss Wanda Maximoff. Uh, <laughs> since all superheroes need their own theme music, what would your theme song be? Franchise by Travis Scott. Okay. Have you heard that one, B. Jones? No, I have not. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm okay with Travis Scott. I'm okay with Travis Scott, though. Yeah. I was, I was kind of anti-Travis Scott uh, until somebody was like, man, just sit back and listen to him and relax. And I listened to him on a play ride from Phoenix. 
And I was like, okay, I get it. I get it. It's not my, he it don't get my, I know he got good stuff. It's very creative. It's, it doesn't get my juices flowing, but it's creative music, dog. It's creative. It's got, he got his own vibe. He, he ain't catching everybody else wave out there. Everybody else trying to catch Travis wave. So mm-hmm. well, I'll give him a third chance then. All right. So B Jones, <laughs> I think it's safe to say that shy is in the SLT family. Hey, well, welcome <laughs> to the family. Uh, man, I'm so I'm really excited to talk to you because uh, I know I know I know I know you were a little bit apprehensive. You was like, y'all, I don't know if y'all want me on this show, but we, we absolutely wanted you on this show because you got a great story and you you are the, the personification of you got next. But let's talk a little bit about where you came from because your story's kind of crazy. You you hit from the east coast to the west coast. You're doing the most out here. So <laughs> tell us about growing up in San Diego and, and kind of how you got back home and into where you are now. Yeah, so I was born and raised in San Diego. Um, I grew up in a neighborhood called Skyline, um, notorious for gang No, activity. in San Diego? San yes. Diego got some bangers. Yes, Skyline Piru. Look them up. They they don't play no games. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. We ain't yeah. saying nothing negative about San Diego. No, we love y'all, San Diego. <laughs> but yeah, that's why I, that's the neighborhood I grew up in. But my mom never wanted me to be um, involved in people in my neighborhood. So I went to schools outside of my neighborhood. So I bust out from first grade to like 10th grade um although I know like you she had the best intentions wanted me to get better education and have better resources but I felt like I dealt with other things that I had to deal with at predominantly white schools that I wouldn't have had to deal with at neighborhood schools um it took me a long time to feel like I was pretty because you know all these white girls are the the girls getting the attention the girls having all the friends the girls being the it girl and I could never be that because obviously I'm not white so it took me a really long time to realize that it wasn't me and I didn't know anything about racism when I was younger so I'm thinking like damn what's wrong with me right I didn't know that it was because I was black so you had an unfair advantage see what you didn't (laughs) know at that time was you had to leg up you know what I mean Apparently, I had no idea. I was like, damn, these people not fucking with me. They keep messing with me and treating me differently and intentionally um, not including me in things. And I was like, this this, this feels like shit. So I, it took a, I took a nosedive in my self-esteem. And I used to be a social butterfly. But as time went on, I became more uh, introverted. And that's not who I am naturally. I'm really not that person. Um, So once I had had enough in 10th grade, I will never forget these boys on the bus were throwing things at me and just being really fucking annoying. And I turned around, I started throwing shit back at them. And they, I don't know, lost it. And they said, I'm gonna have my sister come down here and beat your ass and jump you and da 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 da. And I'm like, Y'all was throwing shit at me first. I'm confused. And it was just at the point where I was like, you know what? I'm not dealing with shit no more. I called my mom and my stepdad at the time. And I was like, 
come get me. I'm not, I can't stay at this school no more. And that was the first time I ever like really told them like, I deal with this shit on a regular basis. Like this right. is not, I can't, I can't handle this shit no more or I'm going to, I'm going to snap. So I ended up. You, you got out of there. You didn't get jumped on, did you? Cause hey, you no. got me on. Like, she just told me some skyline pie rules. <laughs> Exactly, and they—they're from my neighborhood. So I was like, mm-mm, I'm, mm-mm. I was not um, conditioned to to be a fighter. I'm, yeah, that's not yeah. me. I, I can't fight. So um, I I left, and I ended up just going to the neighborhood school, and I thrive there. I feel I thrive. I joined the cheer team. I had friends, like a good little heap of friends from the cheer team. And I didn't feel ostracized, and I, that was when I started working. So I was making my own money. Um, I did get in trouble at one point, you know, getting caught up with the wrong people. But Uh-oh. yeah, it wasn't that big of a deal. You can't just gloss <laughs> over that. You can't just gloss over that. No way. Okay, I, I got caught stealing. I was shoplifting. Okay, okay. I was shoplifting. That ain't that. I mean, you was young, though. You was and young. No, yeah. It was stupid, and I was like, oh, my friend is getting away with it, and she has all this stuff that I, at the time, I didn't have a job yet. So I was like, mm, I'm tired of getting stuff at the $10 and under store. I want to <laughs> get stuff at, at JCPenney and Macy's on Forever 21. So she was having all this stuff, so I was like, okay, well, it seems easy enough, and I was getting away with it for a while, but then... I got caught one day and oh my god, I, <laughs> I thought my life was over. I was like, I'm going to jail. They go, they go take my booty. I don't know. I'm just scared. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I was scared and I was like, damn. So I gave my, I gave the people at the security place my friend's phone number to pretend to be my mom. And so I was able to kind of duck and dodge for a little bit. But then one day my mom ended up finding the letter telling them like, you got a $400 fine to pay. And um, yeah. And so she was like, what is this? Yeah. So then I had to explain to her what happened. And surprisingly, she didn't come down as as hard on me as I was expecting her to. Because they were already giving me all these fucking consequences that I had to do. I had to go to all these seminars and right. hear about people who sell drugs and street race and all these other things. And I'm like, I stole a skirt. I, I don't know why right, I'm here. Right. I don't know. They had they had me go into a morgue and look at these dead bodies and say, if you keep going down the path you're right, going, right. this is where you end straight. up. And I said, exactly, exactly. And I was like, <laughs> I'm already straight. Okay, just leave me alone. But, but yeah. So how you so get out the, to Nashville? So you, so you wilding. So when did you make the decision to go out here to Nashville? I when I moved to the school in my neighborhood, I joined the BSU there, and we ended up having a field trip at the Black College Convention up in LA. So they had us bring our transcripts and our SAT scores to apply on the spot to all these black colleges, and I had never even considered going to an HBCU, but I was like why wouldn't I you know what I mean I was gonna go to Humboldt that was I had already gone to the meetings I already applied I was already accepted um so I thought that's where I was going if you know where Humboldt is it's like right on the border of Oregon and Washington I've never heard of it yeah yeah it's in the mountains um super pretty campus but still very quiet um so yeah, I went to the convention. I ended up getting accepted to Fisk University, and they gave me a scholarship. So 
I was like, I'm going to go there because it's the cheaper option and I get to be around my people. people It'll be like a different yourself. experience. Yeah. And that's when I actually, once I started going to that school, that's when I actually started wearing my natural hair. Because before I was straightening it all the time or I had it in braids. I just didn't want to deal with my natural hair because I didn't think it was pretty. I'm get Kevin, I'm so sorry. I know, I know, I know I'm running out of time. But I got, I got to, I got to go down this path because my daughter is going through a very similar, I mean, almost identical uh, to what you're talking about. She, she ain't been stealing, at least caught yet. But <laughs> she, you know, <laughs> she, she coming down that same path. So, so when you went to this Fisk University, you, you, is this where you got your confidence? Is this where you kind of found yourself? Because now I'm looking at the the, the beautiful you know finished product which is not finished yet but it's totally different than what you described when you was kind of coming up so so you, this HBCU changed your life or I would say so I, I really had the space to discover what I liked and not feel like oh this group of people is going to judge me for it because you know high school mm. is very catty and everyone puts these expectations on you based on whatever they expect and in college it wasn't like that I could explore different avenues and go different places and meet all these different kinds of people and I wasn't just uh, exposed to one specific type of I because in my mind so let me back up there's only one type of black person and mind you I was going to predominantly white schools my whole life so in my mind, being black meant being. Rah, rah. You know, I got you. Yep, yep. Yeah. That's a stigmatism. That's a, exactly. that's a real stigmatism. People mm-hmm. really believe it. I, I, mm-hmm. I trust me. We get you. And so once I went to an HBCU and I was like, I can be myself and not feel like I'm not being true to my blackness. You know what I mean? Mm. So I was able to to really expand myself and start exploring see- Cause you see different types of blacks out there. It's no longer exactly. this one image of black. You're going to see the witness. It's, it's almost like, uh, she probably ain't seen that TV show. Did she, um, the, the one, um, where they were on college campus, the, the, the Huxtables and different world, different world. Yeah. You ain't seen that. I have world. seen that. Okay. Yes. Well, that, that gives you a, it gives you a, a different idea of how eclectic blacks are. It's just not one straight up type. Black. All right. So we, we, we under, right. we under time crunch. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to move forward. Now you okay. became a model. So, t- I mean, mm-hmm. tell us about this. Cause I mean, you, you got a boldness, you got a fearlessness when that camera come on and let's just be real. Uh, you know, you see the Lizzo's out there and it's a lot of body shaming. Conventional media will not tell us that bold and, and is beautiful, right? Bold and black, especially. So tell us about this modeling career and how you came across that. So at first I was doing makeup. I had a makeup artist business that I was doing in college. So I was doing, I would do my own makeup as well and take pictures. And so right before I was about to graduate, actually, sorry, my first photo shoot was for my friend who wanted to do something for a project in at school. And so I was like, okay, sure. And I enjoyed it, but I didn't really like, mm, it was like, whatever. And then As I started getting more into taking pictures and being comfortable taking pictures of myself, I was like, I think, you know, I could do this. I could, I could model if I wanted to. And then just before I graduated, this photographer reached out to me who was in San Diego and said, Hey, if you are moving back to San Diego after you graduate, I'd love to collaborate with you. And I was like, hell yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. And ever since then, 
yeah ever since then i was collaborating and building my portfolio with a bunch of different photographers in san diego and i was fortunate enough to have a fairly easy um what's the word journey to building my portfolio i didn't have to reach out to a bunch of photographers i didn't have to pay for anything i just kept posting kept being consistent and they were coming to me and that's what kind of kept driving me i was like i feel like i could go further with this if i'm not really even having to do much do too much right now i might as well keep going and see how much i can improve in this area well, I tell you what, you took the modeling thing, you took turned it into acting, you turned that into a podcast, you turned that into a TV show. So you're doing so much. So uh, tell us a little bit about quickly, quickly. You're the co-host of the Chat LA. Tell us yes. a little bit about that, and also some of the content you created. Yes. Okay. So the Chat LA is a talk show. It's myself and three other Black women who were all around the same age. And we basically just talk about anything that women our age can relate to. Talk about dating, uh, friendships, uh, periods, mental health, all of the above. Um, We're currently hosted on a Roku channel called Kitoko TV. And it is a network that focuses on the African diaspora. So they have all content from Black and African content creators. Um, so that's been really cool. I just kind of fell into that. I love talking to people. I love fucking saying what I have to say. (laughs) So I was like, why not? You know, let's, let's try this out and see how it goes. And I've been loving it ever since. Um, as far as my content creating, I really just make, um, um, either videos for like clothing brands, like little reels or TikToks, um, or I'll write something out so for example I did a little skit about a ghost and a girl who meets the ghost and then um I did another one where I read and acted out this monologue that I wrote well you got some big name brands you've been you've been representing too I saw, I saw the fabletics trust me my, my girl's right here <laughs> yes. wearing fabletics I saw the fabletics it's on yes you. I have fabletics shorts on right now alright so as a model how do you handle like feedback um, how do you mean? Like if it's something that you're not feeling, but somebody else says, I guess, at the shoot and they're telling you to do something, you know what I'm saying? That mm. kind of- um, that's a good question. Um, so, <laughs> so for me personally, I haven't had too many situations where someone was telling me something and I was like, that doesn't sound right. I feel like there's there's only been one situation where I felt like the photographer didn't really know what the fuck he was talking about. Um, otherwise, if a photographer's telling me, oh, try this pose, I'll try it, and then we'll look at it together and then tweak it or whatever. It's a collaborative effort. Um, but that one time that the photographer was trying to tell me to do a certain pose, and I was like, mm, that doesn't seem correct. Yeah. Him. Yeah. Lo and behold, he didn't know what the fuck he was talking about. So I just, I kind of went with the punches. I said, whatever, bro. I'm just going to do this. I'm not going to post these pictures. But I'm, I'm going to do what you're asking me to do. And I did say, like, oh, are you sure? Does this look okay? Like, yeah, it looks fine. I know it, it might feel awkward. And I'm like, no, I know the feel awkward, but it looks good type thing versus it feels awkward and I know it looks awkward. 
<laughs> All right. So what is something that modeling has taught you that you can use in real life? Um, confidence and posture. Um, <clears throat> I have realized that sometimes I used to walk around like my shoulders slouched and I would walk with my head down uh, just because over the years of what I was telling you before, I just was like, I just want to be invisible. But with modeling, when you're posing, you need to be face forward. You need to have good posture. You need to be standing up. You need to look confident. Otherwise, it'll show through on the camera. So whenever I'm out and about wherever I am, I make sure that my shoulders are back and I look like I am supposed to be somewhere, wherever I am. All right, I got to work on my posture. Man. I was going to tell you, you needed to do this. But I was <laughs> there, man. All right, so you mentioned earlier, where well, we mentioned earlier about your podcast, Talking to Myself. Uh, you said on the first episode that your dating life is comical and you have some growing to do, right? Yes. And you also said that you've been single four years, correct? Yes. All right. Since your first episode, have you found anyone? Um, I would say I'm in the process of talking to someone right now that I think is it's it's been pretty good so far. Um. I've definitely had to give myself some hard truths as far as dating goes, um, which has helped me be able to be not more likable, but I guess more reasonable. So are you saying that there were things that you had to work on to get better at? Or She actually did say that. On the, if you go listen to that first one, she did say that. Yeah. Yeah, but she said it was also a, a really good guy. He was a good guy, but you said he was too good for you. Oh, hey, hey, we do research. We do research. We do research. So, all right. So basically, he was a pushover, um, and I can't do a pushover. I'm the kind of person I need you to lead. I need you to be a leader. I need to make sure that you are confident in where you're leading me to and he made one comment one day that I was like I know you're making that as a joke but mm -mm. so basically what happened was he was saying that well, you gonna know that I'm talking about him but it's okay he was saying that um oh my neighbor keeps parking in my spot and blah 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 and I'm like why don't you tell him not to fucking park in your spot and he's like well I did and it just goes back and forth and I'm like well I guess now you need to be petty and if you just were kind of going back and forth and then at the end of it he's like well he's like I'll just have you fight him for me and I was like er? do what you want me to fight him for you and I know you're joking but I don't even want my man to joke like that I don't like that Kevin, <laughs> <laughs> you 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 mask. It. I want to know what you worked on within yourself, though. I want to know what were the the things that Shy Mac changed when and in, in, internalized and changed and said, "Hey, I'm gonna try this. Do do this again." Um, not voicing everything that irritates me. Like, kind of recognizing is this something that really needs to be said, or is this something that you can get over and it's not that big of a deal you know what i mean might be my favorite uh, episode ever <laughs> i feel like um i don't want to be looked at as a complainer or a nagger you know what i mean and i feel like 
in the moment i'm like well no this is a, this is an issue you shouldn't be doing x y and z but in other situations it's like okay girl well you didn't really need to make that little side comment like for example i was going on a date with this guy and he told me he was oh my god y'all gonna laugh he told me he was seven minutes away and i'm looking at my i'm like waiting in the place and like 15 minutes go by and I was like he said he was seven minutes away and he finally shows up like 15 at that 15 minutes and I said something about it he's like oh I said I was on he's like I said I was coming I said you said seven minutes and it's been 15 and I was like girl you didn't even need to say that right yep. that was a yeah I don't know if it was like a third <laughs> date it's kind of it was a, it was our second it was our second date Oh well, you, no. go, you spend more time on that going through your phone, right? I mean, she could have just yeah, I'm, I'm with her on that one. That that one wasn't worth approaching the man about. Well, I'm with, I'm with the old shot on that one. So with that said, B Jones, because when he would he would holler out, "Hey, we going Dutch," then he would have been wrong. Yeah, right, I, I got okay, your okay. I got your eight minutes right here. You pay for your in in real in what was I saying? In reality, it, it's like eight minutes. It ain't nothing. It's not that big. Yeah, but how about that eight minutes if another guy that came and hollered at you and you got see them yeah, eight you know, minutes is we, a lot of time. You can do a lot of folks. Eight, eight minutes when we is say a lot five of time. Minutes. Five minutes is equivalent to fifteen anyway. We all know that. <laughs> if I what? say I'm five minutes out, you know I mean no fifteen minutes out. Well, he said seven, so come on, people. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's move on. He did say seven. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> all right, is it that time, Ken? It's that time, sir. All right, well, Sean Mac. Welcome to the championship rounds. This is the part of the show where Kevin and I, we go against each other and you get to call all the shots. Have you ever played a game called Would You Rather? Oh, yes. All right. So the rules are very simple. Both hosts will present an option to you. Whichever option you select, that host will gain a point. It is an important point because the first host to get two points or the best out of three will win this episode's game of championship rounds. And for those of you who are keeping up with us, Kevin right now has won 53 games. Right, Kevin? Yes, sir. And I have won 44. So it was down at one point to seven. Now it is back up to nine wins. And I think I counted last night. We got 13 episodes left and uh before we finish recording for the 2021 cycle. So I still the, the, the I want y'all leave a comment. If you think that we should go all the way to the end of season one, Kevin says we no. we agreed on one hundred. I think we need to go to the uh, to season. <laughs> I've already one. won fifty three, and we said we were going to win. It's thirteen shows left, so I got I got an opportunity. Yeah, Sean, he's one of those. He's gonna keep trying to play until he gets <laughs> you right. All right. Okay, well, that's out of three. That's out of five. Yeah. Well, Shy, do you have any questions? No. Because I am the defending champion, and so I will go first this game. Kev, you ready? I stay ready, man. Come on. All right. Shy, Mac, would you rather walk the runway for brands such as Gucci, Prada, and Louis V, or be the featured model for an up-and-coming designer brand? Walk the runway. Yeah, that was a layup. I <laughs> yeah, that was... That was too easy. <laughs> that was too easy. Hey, but hey, hey, statistically, the person who wins the first point usually will win the game. So let's see if you got to come back in your cab. All right, round number two. Shy Mac, would you rather have your own show, The Chat, go live on ABC and be produced by Shonda Rhimes or 
Get your own late night show on Oprah's On Network. My own show. On oh, Oprah? Yeah. You yeah, sure you don't want Shonda Rhimes? Everything Shonda touches gone. He's gone. He's gone. She's already answered the question. So we're going to move on to round three, homie. I, I love how you try to do that. Oh, whatever. Well, that's what trying right. to convince me. All right, yeah, last round. Yeah, well, I was giving you a chance. I wanted you to make sure you don't look back at this. Everybody in LA watching this, and they like, ooh, she chose Oprah over Shonda. I was just trying, just trying one last time. Nope. Hey, Oprah, if you want to do the show, we love that. All right. Ah, uh, final question. Round number three for the win. Would you rather? D. Jones, why are oh, you my doing this, sir? My, I won my, round two. My bad, my bad. I thought I was going to win it, honestly. It was in my head. All right, would you rather play Nubia, the black superwoman, for DC with a guaranteed five-movie contract or, or open, open your own plus-size model agency where you get to call all the shots and become a top-five agency in the world? So you ask me if I want to be selfish or if I want to help others. I would want to play Nubia. And B. Jones. It, it's a wrap, man. I'm, I'm tired it of ain't a wrap. We I'm got 12 more shows, sir. Stop booking shows. Stop booking shows. You're not going to win 12 shows, so stop. I'm going I'm to sweep. I'm going to go on a run. I'm going to win them all because it's confidence and I'm from Louisiana. And that's how we do it. All right. So listen, even though you made poor choices in life and got uh, uh, during championship <laughs> rounds. <laughs> okay. Made, <laughs> no, I'm just messing with you. I'm just messing with you. I'm just messing with you. Now, nah, but it, what, this is the age old question. This is the point of the show. You know the title. It's Sports Life Talks. You got next. So tell all of these fans out there that's watching and they like, man, she's dope. What does the future hold for Shy Mac? Since we know it's not to have a top five agency in the world. <laughs> um, I really want to be on a TV show um, as a recurring character, like a big TV show. Something working with Issa Rae. Hey, Issa, I want to work Ooh, with you. Dang, that's what I should have put down. I should have put Issa Rae <laughs> instead of Shonda Rhine. If I had Issa Rae, she would have chosen. God, dog. I love Issa, and I love the the work that she does. Um, I would also love to be on a scary movie as the antagonist. Um, like the killer. You want to be yeah. the crazy person. Yeah. I do. I got Brother, you good thing. Good thing you left her after seven minutes. Eight minutes. <laughs> she she want to be the bad guy. <laughs> My goodness. I think what it would else? be fun to see like a fun. black woman as like the killer. Like Ooh. a psych- psycho. But play, um, play like the remix of Misery. He like uh, he like the woman in Misery. Yeah, you, like, you remember uh, Misery? Like, yeah, that would be good. Yeah. She was real crazy. She was crazy. He, as, hey, crazy. she played the hell yes. out of <laughs> Now wait a minute. Now she know all of our reference kids. So how old are you, Shy? Can we ask that on camera? Can we? Yeah, ask I'm. I'm 24. You were pretty young to know these references. Well, my mom likes old movies and like she right. exposed me to. Ma- a lot of Mama stuff. raised you right. I got you. Okay. Yes. All right. So, besides Instagram, where can people find you? Um, dang, that's a good question. Twitter, you can find me at shy mac. TikTok, you can find me shy dot mac. All with two Ks. Um, what else am I missing? That's it. Twitter, Instagram. Don't find What's me on website? Facebook. 
Oh, my website is under construction. Okay, what about your YouTube? Because I checked out your YouTube channel. Yes. Oh, yes. My YouTube is also Shy Mac. Um, you can find me there. And do you have any shout outs you want to give? Um, I would like to shout out my friend Gianna for being my personal photographer. She's the one that took oh took this picture here. Oh. Yeah, you did it right. You, you did it right. You, you, right. <laughs> you did it right. Um, I also want to shout out my friend Dave, who also has been um, a photographer that's been collaborating collaborating with me consistently out here in LA. Also want to shout out my girl Lee. Uh, she's the person that got me booked for my first job out here in LA for B Simone Beauty. Uh, B Simone. Yeah, mm -hmm. everybody know B Simone. Okay. All right. Yeah. You had the yeah. whole big thing, Shot Mac. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So Shy, we're family now, so we gotta ask you a favor. Okay. All right, so we need for you to help us find our next guest in our You Got Next series. So, with that said, Shy, who would you nominate? I would nominate my friend Miyoshi. I think she would do really good on this platform. She's also on the chat with me as well. Uh, she's super dynamic, really big personality. She tells it like it is. She's from Inglewood originally full LA bread she's super funny love her Inglewood always up to no good okay. <laughs> yeah. well hey we're coming after you she's on Instagram right yes okay Yoshi is that what you said her name was Miyoshi Miyoshi you got next and Shy Mac the fabulous the entertainer the bold, the vivacious, the one and only curve model that is going to change the game. You got next. Sports Life Talk Nation. Wow, man. I, I, I get sad every time we finish these, man. I'm so I'm, I'm so energetic. A story was so amazing. If you didn't like that, turn turn yourself off. Go to bed. I don't know what else. <laughs> I don't know what else need we've got to do to entertain you. But we want to thank y'all again for rocking with us. This is my second altar call. This is your second opportunity. Come come be a part of the family. Smash that subscribe button. And also do me a favor. Since you sat in this whole share this story with somebody else. Send send this this video, this YouTube link, or however you're watching the IG. Send it to somebody else and say, hey, check this out. Because the sis is doing big things out there in LA. She coming up. She gonna make it big. And besides, we need y'all support. Leave us some comments down below, or you can come engage with us Wednesday nights at 8 o'clock p.m. Central on YouTube. If you did, hit the subscribe button, smash the bell notification, and you will be dinged when it is we go live. And me and Kev, we we have a blast. We talk about it. it's this show times times two, right? Times three. We we laugh, we we mess with each other, we compete, we talk sports, life, sneakers. It don't matter. We it's no holds barred conversation. Champ. 54 to 44. 10 games. My God. Ah. Oh. Ah, oh, Shy. You oh, oh my God. I almost forgot. Oh, what you got? What you got? The hat. My friends, this is my friend's line if you're interested in getting the hat. He's actually also based out of Dallas. His okay. line is called Barely Legal. So. All right, barely legal. We see y'all. That a plug. That a plug. I'm about to give me one of them hats, man. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get a different color, though, KT. I think I'm gonna. Oh yeah, black. yeah, yeah. They got a go. bunch of different colorways. <laughs> I'm gonna go. With, I'm gonna go into black and white. All right, Cam, you the champ, man. I'm gonna let you close the show, fam. One day I was walking in the mall, probably like 15, 20 years ago, and a young lady came up to me and asked me if I wanted to be a model. Now, knowing I know now, 
you know what that meant, right? They were trying to find. No. Oh, well, they were trying to find people to be like mm, something that you wouldn't want to be. So, B. Jones, let's go ahead and move on from that. Oh, a <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really. <laughs> That's what you we were doing today. You would have sucked anyway. Sports Life Talk Nation. We love y'all. Stay safe. Be blessed. Hey, respect each other and love one another because together we are better. And hey, keep dreaming Sports Life Talk because you never know. You may be the next star on Sports Life Talks. You got next. Yeet.